With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As always, I am glad that he joins us today here on the phone. Bruce, how are you, my friend? I'm doing terrific. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, you have got this blockbuster, blockbuster book out here. Uh, how is the book doing, my friend? You know, it's doing well. Um, I get a lot of interest uh, about it, and but the most important thing that it's doing is it's it's getting people comfortable that they can have values that are like Christ and take Jesus's values to work and not be threatened. It's an absolutely amazing book. Bruce L. Hartman, the author of Jesus and Co., Connecting the Lessons of the Gospel with Today's Business World. Now, the topic today is a very interesting one. Uh, Nancy Pelosi continues to quote a Bible verse that doesn't exist. Talk to us a little bit about this. And uh, give, give, give me your take on this whole thing, my friend, because this this is just astounding to me. Well, there's a, there's a number of pieces of it that are astounding to me. Um, you know, this this will happen to me, you know, what she's saying, is she's quoting a Bible verse, but she doesn't know the exact verse number, or uh, it's a book that it's in. And, you know, that happens to all of us, and I'm sure it happens to you as well, James. And yes. The, the great thing about today is we have Google. So, um, you know, eat this in remembrance of me. I said, so let's say I forget the, the citation for that. All I have to do is type it into my Google headline, and I'll immediately get, what, 20 or 30 results. What surprises me is that she doesn't type that into Google to get her verse. The fact of the matter is, is um, scholars have looked at what she said, and nobody else can find it either. And she makes a comment that, she keeps reading and reading and reading, and she thinks it's in Isaiah, but she just can't find it. And it's because it doesn't exist. And I, to me, what I see here is a bit of her pandering towards saying that, you know, I know the Republicans say that they're Christian and that we Democrats should be as well. So here's an example of how I'm Christian. But it's really thin. It's not biblically based. Uh, I think what she's saying, her, her statement is about uh, being kind to all of creation. It's a great message, but it's not a biblical message um, that you can quote from the Bible. We have got a great guest with us today. Bruce L. Hartman joins us today here on our broadcast. Coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. Uh, there is a lot going on with Bruce L. Hartman these days, and uh, Jesus and Co. is the latest from him. Now, um... Why do you think that this this whole situation with Pelosi took place? Why does she keep quoting things that doesn't exist, my friend? I think well because you know one of the one of the knocks on the the, the democratic or the liberal democratic um, point of view is that it's not Christian based, and I think from from her standpoint, this is a way to show that no, no, she reads the Bible as well, and she is also a Christian. Uh, but I think that her explanation is thin and not really well thought out because 
any verse in the Bible you can find on your computer these days. And you don't need necessarily to read the Bible to find it. It's right there for us. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not, re- I'm a little distrusting of her explanation that she heard it someplace and she's positive it's in the Bible someplace. It's easy enough to find. We've got Bruce L. Hartman with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Coast to coast and boulder to boulder, tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course, uh, you can find us online, jiggycheckwire.com. Mystery of Pelosi's favorite Bible verse. It's, it's not in the Bible. And uh, <laughs> I just find this absolutely amazing. Uh, another topic we want to talk with Bruce here about is um, there There are a lot of millennials that are um, spurning religion. Um, young adults are dropping out of church in large numbers. Large numbers of young adults who frequently attended Protestant worship services in high school are dropping out of church. And uh, Bruce L. Hartman with us today. Two-thirds of young people said they stopped regularly going to church for at least a year between the ages of 18 and 22. A new LifeWay research survey shows. Give us details on this. Why is this happening, my friend? Well, it, the, the, the number of dropouts is most alarming, uh, James, because every generation, from, as soon as children turn the age of 18 and become adults, there's always a drop-off in their church attendance. It was with my generation and your generation and generations before us. It's a, it's a natural phenomenon. But what's happening with this generation, it's four times as large as it has been in any previous generation. So to me, it's uh, it's a canary in the mind, in the sense that there's something. It's not just it's not just about the kids. It's about the state of our church, and you know all the all the institutions or all the denominations in the institutional church are showing declines. And since the 1960s, have averaged a three percent decline in church attendance every single year. So the institutional church is declining, but what is increasing is the non-denominational churches, and um, particularly these mega churches. You know, we had a hundred mega churches twenty years ago, and now there's twelve hundred mega churches. So, and and it, the, the key to their success, which is what the institutional church I think needs to do, is the key to their success is one: they encourage their young people to participate in the service. You will see in the non-denominational churches, you'll see young people reading Bible verses, doing the announcements, helping pick out the music. And the second thing is, as the churches have, institutional church has gotten older, its population has gotten older, and it's less relatable to this group. So the young people do not have what they believe is a viable option to go to church, when they go to college, when they go off to the service. So I, I think it's a number of issues, but the biggest thing is it's the institutional church is the one that needs the work, and they're not doing a great job of attracting and retaining their young folks. What what can folks do, Bruce, to, uh, to attract young folks and retain them? Well, one, well, the first is, is, the first is listen to them. Um, you know, it's it's you can't just simply say, "I want young people to come to our church." Okay, are you willing to let them pick your music? Are you willing to let them um, sing a verse? Are you willing? 
to let them do some of the announcements. Are you willing to have them be an active participant in your church? It's not enough just to have them show up. It's not enough to just have them go off into a room and sit. They have to be part of the worship service and feel like it's their authentic part, number one. Number two, with all, with all youth groups, it was true in my generation and yours as well, James, we, want, we wanted mentorship, but we wanted an authentic relationship. And I think the youth today don't necessarily get that authentic relationship that previous generations did. We're, we're too busy. We're too busy with our agenda and not really listening to them. And the third thing is that the, the church service has to be contemporary. And contemporary in the sense that the music has to be appealing. And when I say appealing, that doesn't mean you change the message. You know, it's not the message of loving our God and loving our neighbor. Uh, that message doesn't change, but the melodies and the way we position our music has to change as well. Right now, um, in the United Methodist Church, for instance, half of the churches have less than 50 members. And within that church, almost all of those churches are overly indexed to um, an older generation. So this this effort or, or this question you ask has to be answered, but it has to be answered sincerely with the youth. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. Bruce L. Hartman joins us here in our broadcast. Jesus and Co. is the latest from him. Now, um, this book, incredibly well written. Tell me about some of the different feedback you've gotten on the book so far. Well, it's, uh, it's interesting that we were just talking about youth. And uh, I did a presentation or uh, an event at a college up in Pennsylvania. And I was really surprised um, when I, you know they, the, the class had to read the book and give us their impression, here are some, here are some of the comments I got back in writing. Uh, what they get out of the book: be honest, no matter how difficult the situation, and um, forget the past and live in the present. Try and here's another one: try and include God in faith every day in your life. And that's that's the core message of this book: is it's okay to be Christian. If you're a salesperson, it's okay to be Christian. If you're a CEO, it's okay to be Christian and bring those values. And, you know, James, if you think about it, what employer wouldn't want to hire somebody that's committed to the golden rule? I mean, that's a great employee. And so the, the, these kids, it was amazing how much of this that they got, like some simple ones, um, you know, be the gospel, don't just say it. And I thought that was really interesting because a lot of people think that to be a great Christian, you've got you to be able to talk about the gospel all you want. The fact of the matter is, being the gospel is more important than saying it. So th- that's what this book is about. It's not about going to work and um, standing on the lunch table and declaring that everybody in the room has to believe and will be doomed. It's more about how we personally behave at work. You know, not taking advantage of our neighbors or our customers, being respectful to the people that we work with and work for, and being most importantly respectable to the people that we serve. We've got Bruce L. Hartman with us today. He joins us live here in the broadcast. Now, you mentioned megachurches earlier. What is your view on the megachurches? You know, I, uh, it's a great question. I struggle with the megachurches personally. Now, this isn't for everybody. I struggle because... I like I like a relationship with the pastor of the church or the, the minister of the church. 
you know, because we all at that, all at some point in our lives need to have that private conversation. And I feel like if you've got 12,000 people attending church, can the pastor really tend to his flock? Can, can he or her really tend to their flock? So that's, that's one thing. But the, on the other side of this is mega churches have resources that you wouldn't get in a smaller church. You know, the music tends to be uh, more professionally done. Um, the outreach tends to be stronger because you have more members. So in other words, if you're ill, um, you're going to have a lot of people praying for you. And the sense of community in a, in a megachurch with, within your group is also going to be stronger. So on one hand, the smaller church gives you a more personal relationship with the pastor, but in the bigger church, you have access to more resources. We've got Bruce L. Hartman with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And, uh, Bruce, before we let you go, how do we find you on social media? Well, my uh, website's www.brucelhartman.com. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on the broadcast, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, man. All right, thank you. Have a good day. Appreciate it. There goes Bruce L. Hartman. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.